Hey guys, welcome to another one-on-one with Tony Phantom. So today, you know, we talked about a lot of things. We talked about so far, you know, Philly rappers, New York rappers, you feel me? You know, key things to think about when getting to the right game and a bunch of other stuff, but even locality and how to like expand and how, you know, all the shit expanding, you know, giving kudos to those in my city who are expanding, who try to see the limelight you know, paid away and everything, but I want to give it, take it a little step farther on this note. If you notice, you know, a lot of these one-on-ones, it's more educational to some degree to get you thinking about, you know, rap, you know, the hip-hop culture, not only as our culture, but as a business. But when I'm with Lil Sai, you want to understand, she's a millennial. It's my little sister. Feel me? Shout out to the fam. But she's a millennial. So her taste of music, my taste of music is different. I came up, you know, early 90s. That's when I was born. So I came at the end of A Tribe Called Quest, Leader of New School, De La Soul, you know, Biggie, Tupac, all these giants, Big Pun, Big L, you know, all these giants in my early years that, you know, created a legacy that carried on, you know, I was there for, you know, Ludacris, T-Pain, all these guys starting out, T.I., uh, Pusha T, the whole Eclipse, actually, in our in the R.D. That was my generation. That was the high point. And every generation got their own wave, got their own way of putting things. Some people trying to take it to the old school with their styles nowadays. Some people are going the alternate route, like Chance the Rapper, shout out to Chance. He's taking that whole jazz and fuse route to bring a whole different side. You know, in this history repeat itself, because if you notice in the early 90s, think of the planets, you know, with the rebirth to slick, cool like that. It was jazz infused. And being the fact he comes from Chicago, where Chicago was a big jazz scene, you know, even plays even deeper in our soul that, you know, that that brings supreme. So I just want to say here, this little episode. It's like about probably episode number six. <laughs> you know, by now I should know analytically how I'm doing over these weeks. A lot of these episodes are getting jam-packed. Done in days of the launch. So we just have a stockpile, to be honest. That's why I'm going to try to drop as much as I can. But I just want to give kudos to artists that's going to make it. I want to give kudos to the guys who have the drive to make it. It's two different things. So this episode, real quick, I'm going to talk about star power and talent. So a lot of people know that with artists, artists nowadays, people get famous and make their way to the top not because of talent, because of star power. And before you start hating on people like Playboy Cardi, Famous Dex, Aoteo, AOT will actually have talent. It's not music. But they have talent. But you, this is where we differentiate on an episode by itself. Talent versus star power. I want you to really understand this and go through it with me. Talent versus star power. There's people who have lyrical talent. I look at Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, J. Electronica. Uh, J. Electronica is a special case because he had great talent. But he's not in the forefront of his genre. He should be. 
So even Big Crit, Big Crit have a great talent. And then you got people like Famous Dex coming up who has raw star power. Now, star power is very unique. Because not everyone who has talent has star power. You heard me say it before. And that's why I really want to have a whole episode talking about this. It's probably going to be a short episode, but whole episode talking about it. Star power just be able to walk into the room and finesse. Like, walk in the room and be able to captivate it, take it over. Do whatever you need to do, you feel me, to capture the hearts of people. And some people have that without naturally having that talent. Do I think Famous Dex can make catchy music? Sure. Do I think he's a great rapper? No. For millennials, Yes. For me, no. I'm looking for real lyricism, so sometimes I'm a hard critic, so don't take my word for saying whether an artist is good or bad. It's up to your own intuition and your ear. Like, I listen to people like Young Pappy. People think he's too gory, you know, in his heyday, you know, R.P. to Young Pap. You know, talk about a lot of drilling. He got the same type. Even with Cassidy, he's like, oh, yeah, he can talk about the blog, the streets and everything, but can't really switch it up to talk about other stuff. And... He has a finite set of bars. He got bars. He's just finite because of the stuff he talked about. And that's true. But the lyricism is there. The flow pattern is there. The package is there. The way he put it together is there. So, if you like Famous Dex, you're probably going to rip at me. You feel me? It's like you like other guy. You're probably going to rip at me. But, you know, going into Double XL, like I said, you know, and let's talk about a podcast, you know, with Macho. Mostly hosted by Macho, so there's going to be some I'm not on. But, yeah, I came at everybody that pops up X and X and Tashi on. I came at Made in Tokyo, Playboy Cardi, Ugly Guy, you feel me? Wasn't no lyricism, you know, displayed. Even in 2016, like, the pod that had Kodak Black, Lil Izzy Vert, 21-7, Macho, I'm a Vert fan. I'm actually a Vert fan. It's a little shocking, but I like his music. It's catchy. It's, it's fun. Like, different. And I like how he, like, have anime-inspired things. And I'm a big anime fan. So, right now, a lot of my podcasts won't be talking about the culture, hip-hop, stuff like that. You know, and just general culture overall. You know. But there's going to be times where probably, you know, no, let's talk about it. We're going to talk about anime. We're going to talk about video games. Stuff like that. And you will see the other side of me. But my personal podcast, I like to educate and have a strong passion for music. Like, another two episodes, you probably want to talk about, you know, the underground rock scene in New Jersey. You want to talk about, like, post-hardcore and how post-hardcore, a lot of bands are doing a lot of hip-hop covers, punk covers, 80s covers. And they're trying to bridge the gap between genres by covering the songs. Which I think is very pivotal because a lot of these bands, it's hard to know about them. Like, outside of the general genre, like Dance, Gavin Dance. And, you know, Alessana, you know, Bullet from a Valentine, all these guys that I grew up on, you know, the newer guys, like, you know, uh, who, who Kellen Quinn sings for? Sleeping with Sirens, you know, Crown the Empire, all other guys that came a little bit after around that time that was really put Black Veil Bride, you know. I look for other outlets to connect me back to that genre so I can objectively listen to it. But, so, get back on topic, because I know I, I stray a lot. Star power and talent have became something indistinguishable in the culture. There's a lot of guys that's making it 
beyond one hit wonders to actually get in a good back and you know get better especially since we got more platforms for user content you get to follow them more so it's it's, it's not like back in the day like oh all we had to rely on was the radio mtv bt and yahoo music and stuff like that when i was in eighth grade now we got youtube who you know expanded to easily put up user content soundcloud you got all these outlets, you know, datpiff.com, Sprintrella, live mixtapes, where just anybody can just put up their mixtape, you know, up for review. If people, you know, bangs with it, people's going to, you know, swing with it. You feel me? If people don't like it, people not going to listen. Even with the right marketing tools and everything, if the public don't want it, they don't want it. So when you got somebody who's, who's like Famous Dex, who got raw star power, who can light up the room, who that right sense of comical goofiness, but serious enough, you know, to be playful and be natural in front of the camera while displaying his music. It adds to a different chemistry. Because now you're not... Like, somebody like me, if I was to follow Famous X right now, it wouldn't be because of his talent behind the mic. It's because of his general star part. Like, he looked like, yo, he has a ball every time he drop a track. So when I come at Lil Si, you know, shout out to Lil, at Lil Si. I'm talking to her right now on Facebook as we speak while I'm recording this. Uh, about our next podcast, which is about, you know, Playboy Cardi and, you know, Famous Dex. The boy got, you know, strong star power. So I want to give him his own personal accreditation, like, to the game. Because you got to understand, hip-hop as a culture came into two fashion. As general skills, but then entertainment. It started with early parties and... DJs, you know, and real MCs, you know, master ceremonies before MC was just, you know, another term for rapper and, you know, common society, you know, it was actually people who actually led the ceremony. They, some of them really didn't have time. As wordsmiths, they didn't have talents, you know, so, but they was able to engage the crowd. And Famous Dex has that quality, has that raw star power to engage the crowd. The one that, I want to do a whole podcast on talent versus star power. So, you know, people who understand who's taking this as more educational, more of my solo work, so they can understand which way they're going in the career. If you have star power, show your star power. I know a lot of good artists who will have lyrical skills but have general star power. And with them having star power, I don't understand how they didn't blow yet. Not blow in the sense of, you know, make it to the mainstream, but ain't didn't get enough notice, like, notice yet. Because, like, they're over-animated. They have the drive, you know. You put them in a room, you know, you talk about music, they light up, they gleam. You got people like, oh, yeah, I, I, I do tracks. Oh, oh, yeah, I sing, but, you know, it, it's whatever. And you look at the head along and they got raw talent. Like, yo, you should be bigger than what you are. You're too modest, though. You're not selling yourself enough. You're not marketing yourself enough. And that's what, you know, and I'm going to quote one of, one of my favorite rappers, Core. He said this. He said, a nigga with talent get beat by a nigga with no talent if he fails to work. I, you know, and what he was saying there is like, you got a lot of these guys who are not as talented as some of the rappers that you can come across on the underground any day. But they put in so much work. They're so, you know, beyond courageous. Like, they just got so much will to make it, to set be trendsetters, to make it to the next tier. That they put in the work, the long hours, the long drives that they had to to get to where he was. To be catchy enough, to put themselves in the right room with the right people or do the right things to get 
to catch the right person's attention, but the person who do got the talent, who talent speaks for themselves, but it's not enough anymore. Because there's a lot of people in talent and a lot of people without talent. It's who's marketable. Understand, music game is, is a business, so you have to be also marketable. So you can have all the talent in the world. If you're not a marketable source, you won't get marketed. This is facts. Like 100% facts. If you create something, an invention, dog, plain colors, nothing sticks out about it, but it was highly useful. Yeah, with a cell itself, it could. But if you take something that was a little bit cheaper version of it, but had a great marketing team behind it, a great publicist behind it, and a great campaign behind it, it's going to do numbers. Numbers for selling the item. Why? Because now you add that little chemistry called marketing. Because, well, look at it. Music is a product. Products need to be pushed. Well, you know nothing about that product. Somebody got to sell that product. So if you don't give them nothing to sell. And sometimes a personality is all because who better to sell the music than the person who created the music. So now you got to sell yourself. You got to sell you. Because every time you make a track, part of your soul goes to track. And every time you go to sell your music, you got to look at it like this. I've got to do live performances. i got to do interviews. I have to, you know, do meet and greets. I have to make appearances. So, do they want somebody who's going to make a parents to just sit, stand offish in a corner, or not going to want to deal with the public, and just want to make music? No. Because you're an entertainer. You're a figure. You become a, they want you to become an icon. They want you to become a next household name. You have to be, you know, cordial. You have to be able to, you know, shake hands and do business with a smile. Even on days you don't feel like doing business on a smile. So, I just hope, you know... A lot of people take the difference between talent and star power and how important it is to have somewhat some type of star power and how it can go beyond talent because of marketing traits and things of that nature. Like I said, I'll see you on the next podcast. Me and Lil Sai are going to be debating on Playboy Cardi, Famous Dex, and our point of views on it, you know, Early 90s versus millennials. This has been 101 with Phantom. And I'm out.